Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Chalantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm so happy you are here tuning in. You are listening to episode 130, Original Wisdom with the lovely Donna Bond. A few words from our sponsors. Living the Good Life Naturally Magnesium is my go-to brand transdermal application. Did you know that your stress and diet and lifestyle alone can increase your magnesium burn rate, which means depletes you even faster. While using a product like a soak or a lotion on your skin, magnesium is easily absorbed and can replenish your macronutrients. To learn more, listen to episode 73 with founder Kristen Bowen and head over to the show notes to use that link and make sure to use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y for 10% off of your purchase. And Institute for Integrative Nutrition is the school I went to nearly seven years ago. It started me on this health and wellness and eventually spiritual and self-help journey. It's not just a program if you want to become a coach. I started it for my own well-being and health. And not only did I learn so much from this experience, but I made so many deep, authentic friendships, but was propelled into this online world. And I love it so much. I'm a part of their referral program if you guys head over to the show notes or my website, laurenchalantani.com slash IIN, you can sign up for a free class to see what they have to offer. And if you're interested, make sure that you mention that Lauren Chalantani referred you because you guys are able to get the latest and greatest discounts available. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 130, Original Wisdom with Donna Bond. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. This is a show you learn that your body and your emotions are not in the way, but actually leading the way. And our beautiful guest today, Donna Bond, is a shining example of that. We're going to be talking about igniting your light to reveal your inner wisdom and empower your highest self on your human adventure. And a little bit more about Donna before we jump in. She is a spiritual advisor, business and life coach, and author of The Original Wisdom, Harness the Power of the Authentic You, Supporting Individual Transformation of Consciousness. Donna assists clients across the globe to evolve to new heights of meaningful success, personal fulfillment, and spiritual aliveness using the principles and practices of spiritual psychology. Beautiful. Welcome to the show. Lauren, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. I love what you're doing. I love how you talk about the body. And, you know, it's so interesting as I've been on this journey, my body is such a barometer. Yes. Like for everything that's going on. And I think it always was my whole life, but I didn't know it or understand it. Right. So it's just, it's so interesting. I, I feel like a truth meter, like I get zapped, you know, 
So I love your your tagline. Well, thank you. You definitely tuned in. Though that's the main reason why I started the show many years ago was, you know, don't look at your body as punishing you. It's probably just telling you something's up, and it's a barometer for every area of your life, career relationships, spirituality, it's just kind of helping you feel your way through this, this human adventure, which I love how you say that. And I would love to hear, I love, well, first of all, we're going to be letting our spirit girls out of the closet today. This is like Donna's like key phrase. And I love that letting the spirit girl out of the closet, but how did you let yours out of the closet? I know your beautiful story from being a marketing executive to today, probably complete 180. <laughs> How did yeah, you get to be doing and writing a beautiful book now? How did you get here? Yeah, thank you, Lauren, yeah. for asking. Well, you know, before I tell the story, I'm just like, I'm having this awareness. I'm so grateful for my soul. I'm so grateful that the higher part of me you know, always knew what it was I was to be doing out in the world. And I always say, uh, the universe will do for us that which we are unwilling to do for ourselves. And um, this was definitely a guided experience for me every step of the way. Um, I woke up sort of at the top of my game in the corporate world Uh, I was working for the Ritz-Carlton at the time, and I woke up at age 44, and I realized that that was how old my father was when he died, and it was like a really sobering thought, and at that time in my life, it looked like I had it all on the surface. I had this great job. I was working with amazing people, like best in class in the industry. I reported to a beautiful location. I was making boatloads of money. Like I had it all, but deep down I was experiencing an incredible amount of discontent and an incredible amount of disharmony and an incredible amount of physical stuff that was going on that, you know, I was completely ignoring, which is what most corporate executives do out in the world. And on the advice of a psychic, I know it's a little crazy, but I've always had spirit girl, right? Like she's always been in me and with me. And on the advice of a psychic, I enrolled myself in a master's program in spiritual psychology at the University of Santa Monica. And that took me on a long and winding journey that invited me to literally reinvent my entire life from the inside out. And as someone who has actually walked the path, I feel like I've got some extra credentials in everything that I assist my clients with because I actually left, you know, the security and the safety of this big corporate paycheck and the stability of, you know, direct deposit and... (laughs) working for a prestigious prestigious organization and one step at a time and that's really how it happens one step at a time I walked myself into what I have always loved 
since I was very young, since I was 12 years old. And I, you know, I say I locked spirit girl in the closet because that was really my, my heart. That was everything that lit me up was spirituality and metaphysics. And there was not one cell in my body at, at the time or when I was growing up that believed that I could have, you know, a career, let alone a career, a very successful career playing in this space and really inviting other people into the bigger part of themselves as well. Beautiful. I know it's, you know, talking the talk, walking the walk, sometimes easier said than done, but for me, we all want these huge quantum leaps, you know, and sometimes it does happen. Yeah. But most of the time, base hits, no home runs. It's every day showing up, showing up, being present and tuning in to your, to the wisdom, your body that, um, and how you say original wisdom, how, how can we embrace our original wisdom and get in touch with what's already inside of ourselves? Because when we feel so disconnected, you know, from that and start to waken up, that's when I know there's about to be a a big growth in my life happening. Cause I think like I'm losing my mind or I'm like, what am I doing? And then I realize, okay, it's about rediscovering this wisdom at a deeper and deeper level. But how, how do we embrace this original wisdom? Well, you know, before I answer that question, I just, I want to comment on what you're sharing, Lauren, because I think what can trip us up sometimes is the misunderstanding or the misbelief, the false notion that there's like a destination we're going to arrive to. That, you know, one day all this healing is going to happen and then we're never going to have to revisit it again. And when I say that, I mean that mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, right? We, as long as we are in these human bodies, we're going to continue to evolve. We're going to continue to grow and expand and explore. And I like to think about our journey happening in a spiral. We want it to be linear, right? We want it to make sense. We want there to be a clear starting point and a clear ending point, but that's not really how it is. You know, it happens in a spiral. And I feel like every time we make a lap around that spiral, we go up a little and we go out a little. We get more perspective. We get more conscious. We get more awareness. So that when we come to that sticky part of the spiral again, which we're going to because we're human, (laughs) we've got this added perspective, you know, this higher knowing. And I like to think about our original wisdom as this inherent truth, right? It is this inherent intelligence in all beings that is rooted in unconditional love. That when we think about this energetically and we look through the lens energetically, right? Because everything is energy. Einstein taught us energy can't be created or destroyed. It just reinvents itself in different forms, different expressions. 
So when we think about this energetically, this original wisdom is this energy of love. And that energy of love has a very high frequency. And that is the truth of who we all are being a drop of creation, really being creation itself in motion. Yep. I totally, I totally agree. Yep. So how, how do we connect to that original wisdom? So we, I, I think about when you just said the, the Rumi quote, we're not the one drop of the ocean. We're the entire ocean in one drop. How do we embody that wisdom? How do we embody that original yeah. wisdom? Yeah. How do, well, how do we get there? <laughs> well, my professors at University of Santa, Santa Monica, Dr. Sharada Mary Holnick, they like to say growth is a process, not an event. And um, how I like to think about the work that I do with clients is what's written in A Course in Miracles, which I'm a student of. It says, uh, we aim to remove the blocks that keep us from the awareness of love's presence. And so what I help my clients do is remove those blocks that keep them from having an experience of their original wisdom, having an experience of their true self. And once we have that experience, it's, it's, it changes everything, right? Because then you suddenly, I'm going to describe it the way that it happened for me. I experienced my own divinity, right? And in experiencing my own divinity, that was something that you don't come back from that the same. And so, so that's the big work. You know, the, the deeper work is removing the blocks. And I help my clients do that through the modality of spiritual psychology, which spiritual psychology is a technology that teaches us that everything that's happening in our life is happening for us. That the good, the bad, the ugly, and I'm from Connecticut originally, so I like to say the super wicked ugly, that it's all for us. It's everything in our life. You know, the traumas, the dramas, the the most terrible things, everything is giving us an opportunity to learn and grow, to evolve, to really step into our next level of potential. And when we can begin to meet these more difficult things in our life with that viewpoint there's a sense of immediate empowerment because then we are no longer a victim to life's circumstances. We are a participant in being able to engage with life in such a way that we can ask the question, what can I learn from this? How can I grow through this? instead of go through this. So that's the work. I think, you know, for our listeners that want a quick fix, we have to slow down. We have to take a breath. Just getting really present with ourselves 
first and foremost, let alone getting present with everybody else, right? If we can get present within ourselves, then there's a chance of having an experience of that original wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've had a few experiences with that original wisdom and it definitely knocks your socks off, <laughs> if you will, um, of, you know, just moments of feeling pure love and bliss. And yeah, it's it's hard to describe. Words are pale in comparison, but it definitely wakes you up to the possibility there's a lot more out there than what we know. Um, Because when we're going through things, like we said, we feel stuck. And, you know, I think of the phrasing, I get to do this or I versus I have to do this. Mm, I get to go through this transformation versus I have to go through this transformation. And just like how you beautifully said, these words and our shifting of our perspective is so helpful to start peeling back those layers, if you will. Um, I would love to hear, you know, you have four ways to get unstuck or start to get unstuck (laughs) and transform those problems into possibilities. We're in the middle of something. It's, it's harder. It's, it's um, more challenging to be able to raise that perspective, but I would love to hear your four ways to start to get unstuck. Yeah. Well, you know, I love that you're bringing this forward because this is the spiral that I'm speaking of. And I, um, I see these ways of getting unstuck in a spiral form. And the reason that we don't like to get out of our comfort zone, which is the first, you know, area, we're in our comfort zone. And sometimes we can be in our comfort zone and we're pretty content in there, right? We know our way around. It's comfortable. There's not any surprises. But the problem is that our spirit, our soul wants to create. It wants to expand. It wants to grow because that is part of the reason why it took embodiment and came to this life, right? So our spirit is going to force us to expand and grow, whether we're going to cooperate with that or not. So sometimes being stuck can be painful if we're resisting the pull that is naturally coming through us. I work with a lot of people who feel stuck and they know they're stuck and they don't know how to get out of their own way, right? And that is more often than not what we're experiencing when we're talking about transformation, because people are entering into transformation today much more conscious, right? Like they know that they need a different way of relating to things, of relating to themselves. They're looking for new mindset shifts so that they can reinvigorate or re-energize the old belief systems that are no longer working for them. So after the the comfort zone, we go directly into the fear zone. And that is why people stay stuck because they don't want to go to the fear zone because it's not comfortable in there at all whatsoever. And we don't know what's going to happen. 
And part of how we get into the fear zone, really like what do we need to get out of the comfort zone and into the fear zone is willingness. That's really all we need is willingness. And we have to make the first move. You know, everybody wants a sign. They want the universe to give them a sign. But we've got to take that very first step. And when we can take that very first step, then we will be met by the universe. The universe will literally show us what the next move is, but we got to make the first move. And that first move happens with a little willingness. Like, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to try? What are you willing to experiment with? And part of the reason why the next stage is referred to as the fear zone is really because it's just not familiar. And we are creatures of habits, we humans. You know, we love our routines. We love our patterns. We love our comfortability. And so when we move out of the comfort zone, we're really moving into a place that is unfamiliar, more than there's really danger, right? It's just more unfamiliar. And it's unfamiliar only because we just have never been there before. <laughs> so once we get into our fear zone, uh, something magic happens in the fear zone. And the magic that happens in there can only happen in the leap, I like to say, right? Like, I teach a class on this. So there's a free offering on my website, Four Ways to Get Unstuck, and you can uh, download that and your listeners can receive that as a free gift for them. But I talk about uh, Indiana Jones and how Indiana Jones in, I don't know if it was The Last Crusade or it was the very first Indiana Jones movie. I, I forget what it was called. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Maybe it is the last crusade. I don't know. Maybe it's the second one. But he is going to take a leap into an abyss. And he suddenly realizes that it's a metaphor as he's standing at the edge of this cliff. And he suddenly has an inner knowing that when he makes the leap, the bridge is going to appear, right? But this is against all logic. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The only thing that is guiding him on this is his inner knowing, right? He has this awareness that comes from an inside place that he suddenly knows this. So this I experienced in my own journey when I was actually resigning my position at the Ritz-Carlton. Um, I was pitching my previous employer, I was pitching the Ritz-Carlton and hiring me as a marketing consultant. I wanted to resign my position and I wanted them to hire me. And my strategy in that was to 
reduce the amount of time that I was actually having to show up at work, right? Instead of 60 hours a week, I thought maybe I could do it in 25 hours a week. And my intention was really to train my replacement and get her set up for success as she was going to take the reins. So um, my, my boss at the time, he would not engage in a conversation with me about this until I resigned, which you know, kudos to him, right? Like he was a man of high integrity. He wasn't, he didn't want to like be in cahoots with me about this. So he was like, you've got to resign and then we'll maybe look at your proposal to be a consultant for us. Well, I turned in my resignation and how I got to the resignation, that's like a whole other story, but you'll have to read that in the book. But I turned in my resignation and there was probably, and I immediately sent him a proposal outlining, you know, what I was going to do as a marketing consultant and how I could support the organization in the transition of me leaving and da, 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 da. Well, there was probably, you know, four or five weeks that went by in between me submitting my resignation and having this meeting where he's talking to me. And so he calls me into his office and says, well, let me back up. There was a lot of head games that went on in my own mind in that period of time, because it would have been really easy for me to go into the fear mode. Like, and I didn't really have any other options lined up, which might sound stupid to a lot of people. <laughs> and I recognize that. So I'll give you that. But my point is, I had to really work with myself. And every time my mind wanted to go down that path of fear, I really corrected myself. And I kept returning myself to the vision of what I did want to have happen. And this was a strategy that I actually applied that was very, very useful and very, very helpful for me because I got to a place inside myself where I knew whatever was going to happen was happening for the highest good. Whatever was going to happen was the way it was meant to happen. And all I needed to do was really surrender to that. And so he called me into his office and sat me down and said, I'm so sorry to let you know, we're not going to hire, you know, Donna Bond Marketing, which was the name of the first company that I had born when I resigned. We're not going to hire Donna Bond Marketing. And I sat there, Lauren, and my heart did not skip. My stomach did not go. I sat there in that moment and I had a sense of true peace and calm in that moment. And then he says, oh, I'm just kidding. We're going to hire you. Yeah. <laughs> he liked to play big. So that was a leap, right? Like that was a leap for me. And that was the magic elixir that happened for me when he told me that they weren't going to hire me, in that moment, something happened inside of me 
because I did not panic, because I did not experience fear, there was this sense of inner knowing and there was this sense of partnership with the universe that I was being guided, I was being led, and that I really deepened in my sense of trust in myself and trust in my path. So what was born within me was courage. And, you know, you go into the fear zone with willingness, but you come out of the fear zone with courage. And your fear is transformed into courage while you're in there. And there's a lot of other things that take place in there, right, that help us work with our fear. And I help my clients work through fear. And I actually teach an online masterclass called Empower the Authentic You. And we do an entire segment on fear and how to work through fear and manage ourselves through fear. So we come out with courage and we wind up in the growth zone. And the growth zone is a place where we have to be willing to fall down. We have to be willing to get dirty. We have to be willing to get it wrong. And, you know, this is kind of like life. It's like a metaphor for life, growth zone, where we're going to try some things and some things that we try are not going to work. For example, Donna Bond marketing didn't work, right? Like the company doesn't even exist today. It really turned out to be a stepping stone on my path and that's okay. And that's what happens in the growth zone. How you get out of the growth zone and into the success zone is through commitment. It's through that consistency. It's through meeting your challenges as opportunities. It's encountering problems as possibilities. And it's through that level of engagement and as we begin to view things differently, that we recognize, hey, wow, I'm doing this, right? Like, this is really happening for me. And, and then I think the whole thing starts all over again. Because we then just build comfort, right? We just go right back into the comfort zone because that success, you know, it's yummy for a little while, but then... Life is going to have its way with us. Our spirit is going to want to birth something new, something else, something different, something more. And we're invited right back in to the next lap around the spiral. Whew. I <laughs> love that story. I, 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 yeah, that, that was definitely like a master level calmness, heart coherence in that moment when he said he wasn't going to hire you. Yeah. Oh man. Something magic happened though. I mean, something magic happened then. It did. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I always say, you know, if you want the most self-growth spiritual journey ride of a lifetime, become an entrepreneur. That will definitely make you come (laughs) up against anything and everything. Yep. But I would love to talk to you about harnessing your higher purpose 
as an entrepreneur, because I know both of us are on the same wavelength with this. It's yes, there's a lot of self-growth involved, like I said, in a humorous way, but so many of us are starting to, I think, come out, letting that spirit grow out of the closet or get guy, you know, and realizing the old systems, maybe not working their careers and they, you know, they have something to share or teach with the world. I would love to hear your take on harnessing your higher purpose as an entrepreneur. Yeah, thank you. Gosh, Lauren, what can I say? It's all about love. It's all about love. It's always been about love. It's always going to be about love. And we just got to get with the program. I mean, that's the bottom line, you know? It's like all of the work that I do with my clients whether that work is focused on their career or whether that work is focused on their personal lives, whether that work is focused on their relationships, the the common denominator, what, what it all comes back to always again and again is this recognition, this realization. I'm going to say the remembering that we really are all one. You know, you can say that that's a, spiritual, woo-woo, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, quantum physics and quantum mechanics, now we have the science that is literally backing up the evidence that we need that proves we are all one. And I think the systems are broken. I like to think that humanity is on its own hero's journey. And that we are all one big living organism. And this giant living organism is learning from itself, through itself, as itself. And if there is a destination, the destination is loving. And so we're going to clean up, remove, wipe away, clear anything that is not that. And, you know, I'll tell you, I'm being invited into more and more companies today, like scientific companies, like biotech companies that are now opening their awareness to the idea that there is a different way. There's a different way to communicate and there's a different way to connect. There's a different way to relate to ourselves and to each other that what we've been doing, it's not working. It's not sustainable. I think the coronavirus was a blessing in a million different ways because people got to be with themselves. They got to be with themselves in a new and different way in ways in which Perhaps they've woken up to more awareness that the old way wasn't working, right? That they were confining their minds and their thinking. They were suppressing their emotions and the true feelings that we need to express as human beings. They were ignoring their their physical bodies, not only in maintenance of regular, you know, health and taking care of ourselves, but also overlooking real medical problems and issues that they just 
didn't have time for, right? Like that was the last on the list. It's not working. It's not working. So I really believe, and I, I am so grateful to work with a lot of young women, like 30 something women, brilliant women who, a lot of women who are in their family businesses that are really helping to shape the future in a different way with love as the central theme and compassion as a way of connecting with one another and being able to move things forward in the business world in a different way that doesn't require the pushing and the forcing. And I think, you know, this is just such a big conversation. Our value system as a country is pretty broken. And it's it's that value system that drives, you know, the fact that it's the company's stock price is more important than taking care of the people who got it there to begin with. You know, that's broken. I love, uh, there's a great Louise Hay quote that sums this all up. She says, you can't clean the house if you don't want to look at the dirt. Yeah. You can't clean the house if you don't want to look at the dirt. And so all of this stuff is getting looked at. You know, it's getting looked at in a way that it wasn't looked at even 10 years ago, right? There's a lot more transparency for people's disregard. So even though it, that's painful, right? And even though it's difficult, I think it's easy. I agree. I think this past, I mean, almost over a year and a half now has yeah. been a light shining on deep shadowy places at a micro and macro level. And I know for me, it has been in different areas of my own life. You know, we, even from this whole reason, we would be so busy going from here to there to everywhere. It really made us slow down. And I, I, I think, think of it as like mama Gaia herself or, you know, spirit saying, why don't we just take a deep breath, everybody yeah. and calm sure. ourselves. Yeah. Look inward, you know, almost in a lovingly way, like go to your room and think about what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy, but it's there for, it's coming up for a reason. And I love how you explain it as a spiral. Take, if there's something coming up in your life, take note, what part in the spiral are you at maybe today and head over to Donna's website and you have that free, was it a masterclass with this topic? No, uh, there's just a, it's a mini class actually called four ways to get unstuck. And I give you all the nitty gritty and there's actually some opportunities for transformation in there where you can walk yourself through a series of questions and examine your own life and um have me guide you through the process beautiful beautiful well thank you so much john for coming on the show i'm always amazed about how time kind of stands still but flies by at the same time on these shows 
Uh, we close out every show the same way, just thanking you seriously for the bottom of my heart and all the future and present listeners of how may we, the listeners, be of service as an act of gratitude for you in return today? Ryan, what a beautiful question. I love that you always do this. And it's just so gracious and so lovely. So thank you. Thank you for asking. Well, you know, my new book came out in March, Original Wisdom, Harness the Power of the Authentic You. And, you know, I'm trying to play the Amazon game. So if people will go to Amazon and buy my book and leave me an honest review, that would be amazing. Right now I have all five-star reviews, which is really great, (laughs) but that would be um, a gift. So yeah. And then share my book with a friend because there's a lot of, a lot of gold nuggets in there. And I really take you through my entire journey of leaving the corporate arena and how I found my way into this beautiful soul-centered work that I'm doing now. Amazing. And and just as always, if you guys love this episode, please share this episode as well. Um, it's my, my passion and, and my joy to help bring beautiful souls like Donna on here and share their wisdom. You never know by sharing a book, sharing a podcast, what can ignite in that other person. I know my life has transformed based on what I've heard on podcasts and one of the reasons why I started the show almost four years ago. So yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Donna, for coming on here and shining your beautiful light with us today. It was such a wonderful time with you. My honor, Lauren. Thank you so much. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.